everybody. It's episode two of Craft of the Moon podcast. I am Maggie. And I'm Allie. And welcome back to our show. We're so excited to uh, have this uh, continuing to move on, move forward. What am I trying to say, Allison? Uh, yeah, no, you're good. You've said all of the words. <laughs> all the words. <laughs> it's correct. Like, we're just fucking happy to be doing this shit, and we hope you guys are happy, too. So, Absolutely. Uh, in episode two, we're, like, kind of getting back into the podcast groove. So, you know, episode one, just, like, whenever you watch shows, like, the pilot episode is always kind of like, eh. It's always kind of weird, isn't it? Like, it's just yeah. not quite there. And, I mean, that's just that's just part of it. Like, you just got to get used to doing it again i guess yeah i think so like i could never get into a show or a podcast based on the first episode it has to be like three episodes in before i decide for sure same i'm the same way but we hope you guys are having a fabulous day i'm sitting here with my vape pen in guinness not sponsored (laughs) it's a good day yeah i'm about to finish off my room and coke so you might hear my little uh, glass jingling around so yeah we like to have drinkies just just little drinkies just a couple it is monumentous that we were able to get together again with our conflicting schedules dear so. god <laughs> like why is adulting so complicated we literally had like five six as- attempts or so and it yeah. was just blah so yeah. now we got smart and used our adult brains and now have like a scheduled in our fucking calendars a weekly recording so we're yeah. hoping for a nice weekly updates absolutely and that's what we want to give you guys we want to come to you every week with some new stuff that we're going to be talking about and um hopefully it's going to be relevant to like what's going on at that time and everything too so what are we yeah, talking about definitely. today allison oh we're going to be going over like some witch guilt like we had mentioned in the first episode and we're also going to cover a kick-ass little release ritual kind of like a cleansing and release which i'm totally gonna do right after we get done with this podcast oh yeah for sure for sure like i'm needing that shit and then so right after i had read your part of the notes on that one i was just scrolling the internet and you know google knows my mind or something and like some article came up about bay leaf uh cleansing where you write it on the leaf and you burn it yeah like, oh yeah yeah that's a really popular one and i like i almost went with that but i was like no we'll just make it a little bit different so it's not just so overdone but yeah. Um, yeah we did want to write a little ritual for you guys since we're starting a new year it, it's a little later on in the to the year already but it's always a good time to do any type of releasing spells or rituals so seriously like i always feel the winter time is the time to like get rid of some shit it is the dark season the season of death get some shit out absolutely i agree 100 percent. but also it's a uh, i don't know when you guys listen to this but it was a holiday weekend we had in bulk yesterday yep and i totally witch failed and didn't do fuck all I did some crafting. I didn't I didn't do any sort of ritual or anything, but that's not one that I really observe anyways. Um but I did like I know I noted that it was in bulk and everything, but um I spent the day working on some like arts and craftsy kind of things. So I feel I feel pretty good about how I spent my in bulk. Nice, nice. I saw the new candles that you put in your shop. Was it the like the twin flame candles, I think? Yes. Oh, those are fabulous. <laughs> so I made those and I was like, I'm going to call this a twin flame candle. And I was really excited about it because it has it has two wicks. So they're my twin flame oh. love candles. And I was yeah. like, yes, my spelly spell, love spell, candle, twin flames spell. So that is some kick ass fucking branding and such there, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I got really sad. I already sold one, so they smell amazing. Like they're kind of floral scented, but it's not too floral. Like it still has like a nice like forest undertone to it. So uh, yeah. they're actually really awesome. But that's at my um wishandmoon.com shop. Oh, I just smacked my mouth. I heard me I heard I myself too. do it. I heard it. I heard it. <sighs> I did it too. You I guys. It. I was patient zero. <laughs> patient zero. <laughs> oh god but yeah so we're gonna be covering some of that today a little chit chat um i also wanted to mention that as we're going through this podcast you know we don't want to just cover the same topics that are already 
out there and like are already within the podcast realms and such like ask questions especially if you're on our facebook group which is craft of the moon on facebook you can just join it eventually we're gonna have like a private group with discussions and stuff on there but for now you know we're just barely getting by so (laughs) we'll get there when we get there yes for sure for sure Starting with today's topic, we'll start out with witch guilt, because I personally am dealing with a heavy dose of fucking witch guilt. I feel like I have a chronic case of witch guilt. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. (laughs) I feel like I have Catholic guilt, but not Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I'm the same way a lot of times, and um, it's... Oh, I always smack my mouth. God, you guys, we have to go through and edit the podcast to edit out all the smacks that we do with our mouth. Just saying. So. <laughs> I had to do the first first episode, and y'all, I spent probably forty minutes going through and removing us smacking our fucking mouths. Jesus, like, I'm gonna what put is that? a damn mouth guard in. That would be better than that. Okay. It's like my grandma no dentures voice. <laughs> I love it. The, uh, okay, my veneers will last until ever. That's right. <laughs> They're going to be uh, dig you up one day and it's just going to be like shining, glowing veneers staring back at them. Seriously. Oh, my gosh. At some point in this series, we'll have to talk about what was the experience of getting veneers because no one ain't ever tell me how difficult that really was. Oh, God. No, I... No, just now. Right, man. It was funny, though. I'm just going to mention this one thing and then actually get back to the topic of the show. But the technicians, the dental technicians, I think they're called. I don't even know. Dental assistant. There we go. They were laughing by the time my last visit was there because they literally had to turn the, you know, the laughing gas, whatever the shit that's called. Yeah. They had to turn that up to the maximum legally allowed because my body was just like, nah, I'm going to freak out. And they were like, it's because you're a redhead. Like, we do this a lot, but you're definitely taking the highest level. And dude, I was on the goddamn moon the whole time. I love <laughs> At it. At one point, I thought I had already lived that moment and there was like a TV I could watch and I knew that the Goonies was going to be on and then the Goonies were on. I flipped my shit. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing to do while I'm under the gas is to, like, raise my arms up. Because, you know, you're all laid back, and it feels really weird whenever you raise your arms up in the chair. That's oh, what God, I like I've never do. done that. Yeah, it feels crazy because your arms feel, like, super heavy, but also, like, they're not part of your body. So, Oh, God. It's amazing. Oh, God. I would trip balls. No way. <laughs> I do it, like, every time. People are probably like, look at that weirdo in there, like, just moving around. Like, what the fuck is she doing? just being like fucking i don't know what to do with my hands i love it i love it love to take selfies with the little pig mask on hell yeah oh my gosh yeah every time someone would walk by they'd be like oh nice mask <laughs> I'm like yeah. yeah that that got old after the second time you know a month ago right oh damn anyway so witch guilt witch guilt is for me personally i'm sure it's defined a little bit differently for everybody but It happens a lot to me when I feel like I've ignored my craft or I'm especially when I'm not following through with like something I had intended to do, such as like the involve anything yesterday. And I posted a photo to our Facebook group that was like what my intentions for a ritual are. It was all like glorious, magical altar stuff. And then the reality of what it really was, was this dude like laying in his bed with a candle on him. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like that is my life. It's uh, it's just so frustrating. But it sucks because I know for a fucking fact, because we've been practicing witchcraft for Jesus, like 20 years now, that when you practice and you do these rituals and you're, you know, crafting spells and all that kind of stuff, the more you do it, the stronger you get with it. And like, I know this, but I just can't seem to fucking motivate my ass to do it. So it turns into witch guilt. Yeah, same. Absolutely same. Like the biggest thing that I struggle with in my practice is just like pure motivation. 
and it's something that like has always been hard for me for some reason and like you said I just get super guilty whenever I know I should be doing something but I'm just not right yeah and it's so weird because the idea of should be doing something is so very like Christian Abrahamic religions yeah like always making you do shit like all of that kind of stuff and that's really not how witchcraft goes but we still have it like branded into our brains and it's something that I think a lot of people struggle with so if you out there listening to this in the podcast universe if you feel witch guilt or you struggle with almost like feeling worthy of practicing your witchcraft bitch you are not alone. And I say bitch with the most loving intention. You are not alone. Yeah. The best thing to do, I think, is first you have to like acknowledge that feeling because we have this habit of just ignoring what we're feeling inside and just like monotonously doing shit to avoid acknowledging that feeling. Does that make sense? Yeah, for yeah, sure. So you have to really just be honest with yourself you have to be really blunt with yourself and that's uh, that's true throughout witchcraft like you can't fucking sugarcoat anything and so once you accept that that feeling is there then you're really able to start working on extinguishing it and when you feel that you have really acknowledged the feeling you know really practice some self-awareness with yourself that that feeling it's not real it's not anything that should be holding you back and if you're feeling that way and it's making you avoid practice and everything and especially like rituals and spell casting man it's just gonna keep increasing if you don't acknowledge it and accept that it's there it turns into this really fucking vicious cycle and you know it just doesn't do you any good it poisons your magic and you ain't want any poison magic yeah that's true and i spent like a huge part of 2019 um just being in my head about that kind of thing and um just not even having like what it takes inside of me to like get up and do some type of like practice in any way so i know that there's some people that really struggle with that especially if you deal with like any type of mental illness it can be really difficult sometimes but girl preach yeah you're, you're not alone and it's okay to feel like that but it is good to push through that feeling too and move forward and um make yourself feel better by doing just a little bit of something right don't judge yourself like we got an entire freaking world and especially the internet of assholes and dickheads who want to judge everybody and then some like don't judge yourself there's so much negativity out there it's really important to learn about yourself acknowledge where feelings are coming from so look i'm a behaviorist for uh career i couldn't even fucking think of what i was gonna say Uh, I'm a behaviorist for a living. And so my job is to figure out why certain behaviors appear in animals. So, you know, nonverbal creatures that could explain themselves. But I find that it's also a thing in humans. So a behavior is going to always be an expression of a feeling. And a feeling is always going to be an expression of a need. And if that need is not met or recognized, you're always going to have that little trifecta of fucking fuck if you're not able to get to the root of the problem. And so that goes for both witchcraft and for your daily life. You know, understand that some of the things that you might be doing, especially things that you're not actually proud of, or you don't really want other people to know, it's coming from somewhere. And so it's important to look inside, you know, help yourself get through those things. But as far as witchcraft goes, there are a couple of different things that I know I regularly use. Wow, I actually said regularly regularly (laughs) you you know I got trouble with those R's man (laughs) but yeah there's some really simple and effective um little bitty rituals or just I don't even know what you want to call it like routines something like that that you can do to help you get through things like witch guilt and if you're feeling weighed down generally by life and one of my very favorite ones is I say it's my very favorite because it's literally the fucking easiest one. 
Yeah. That's going to be a cleansing shower. And it doesn't have to be like a huge production where you have like 50 candles going and the water has been like charged by the moonlight with certain incense in it and all that shit. Like that's fabulous if you have time to do all of that. But for the rest of us who don't or simply just can't get around to it, you can do this cleansing shower in your, in your daily shower or, you know, whenever you take a shower, no judgment. Damn it. Smacked my mouth. Um, (laughs) So in your daily shower, or whenever it is that you shower, take a moment to be aware of the water rushing down. Remember that that is just is washing away all the external dirtiness and whatnot. And start focusing on or imagining that it's taking away all those negative and useless feelings. So remember that negative does not necessarily mean bad. And we're going to talk about that later on in this series. But feelings that are not of use to you or that are causing you to not fulfill your potential or something that you want, those need to go. They need to get the fuck out. And so you can just really focus on that. I like to kind of do a little, what's that called? Kind of like a chant, I guess, a mantra. An an incantation. Thank you. Damn. Damn. We finished each other's sandwiches. Um, (laughs) So mine is I cleanse my mind. I cleanse my body. I cleanse my soul. I cleanse my heart. I welcome the good and productive and I wash away the negative and unhealthy. I like that. I will just go on and on like it gets kind of it gets kind of catchy and it feels really good because you know usually I'm like under scorching hot water with my eyes closed and it's very easy to imagine like oh yeah shitty feelings and whatnot just like washing off you it is great with the hell flames water (laughs) (laughs) no I like that degree burns yeah I like that you have an incantation that you say uh for me I do kind of the same thing but it's a lot more of a visualization exercise for me um because I'm not good with words. I don't do words so much. But um, <laughs> for me, since I have the ability to visualize really well, I um, imagine that, <clears throat> excuse me, the negativity that's on me as like kind of like uh, a blackness, like black dirt or black soot that's yeah. covering my body. And I visualize while I'm standing under the water that the the blackness is draining down my body and going down the drain itself and that's kind of how I you know visualize my my negative emotions or negativity that's connected with me kind of going around uh going away being washed down the drain so uh, yes that's kind of my version that's a really good point yeah Yeah, it's super good point to make sure that as you're visualizing this and enacting it whatnot that you consciously like I don't know how to put this like your inner eye sees all that bad stuff going down the drain it goes away yeah Um, I used to have a really bad habit of like not following through on a lot of my smaller spells and rituals and you'll find as you get advanced into your practice or if you're already advanced that when you don't direct the energy that you're expelling to where you want it to go or we're safe or whatever you know that shit comes back to bite you in the ass yeah it kind of festers within Mm -hmm. you i can see that for sure before you fucking know it you're like michelle pfeiffer in the bathtub and some shit is in there with you and you're like ah (laughs) i love michelle pfeiffer i want to be Uh, her i do too i remember when she was catwoman Mm. best catwoman ever she was my favorite catwoman for sure she was great Uh, Let's see. So another option, and this is definitely my second favorite and super effective because it's also going to help like your body chemistry, endorphins and all that good shit. So you're going to get your sweat on. I'm talking like serious man named Bubba sweat. Like you have to peel (laughs) your clothes off of you. Oh, I (laughs) hate sweating. Oh, I know. I know. But it's so helpful when you're trying to like get that nasty, unhelpful shit out of you. Yeah. So if I if I'm like particularly struggling with feelings of that guilt or unworthiness or whatever, I usually will pre Oh, my God. Pre game. There we go. I'll repeat that. Usually I will pregame that cleansing shower by going outside and just working my ass off. So that can be with exercise. Running is one of my favorite things because it is so hard and like really puts your body under stress. And you really have to like get in the mindset that I'm going to fucking do this. I am doing this. But, you know, maybe you guys out there are like 
marathon runners. I don't fucking know. But I know for me personally, it's a bit tough. So if you're not into running or exercise or anything of that nature, that's totally fine. If you can do chores around the yard or your garden or whatever, I don't know, go for a hike, especially that one is a really good one. But just make sure that it's, you know, it's tough, you got to work up a hard sweat. And when you get that going, and you're just like, you know, you feel disgusting. And I know me personally, I probably smell horrific. But that's for my visualization helps a lot because it's like, oh, all this nasty shit's coming off of me. It's fabulous. So you're forcing all those toxins out of your body and your spirit and just ugh, it just feels good. So just work hard when you're doing this. And then as you're busting your ass out there, make sure that you're aware of the intention to expel any negative thoughts, feelings, uh, anchors, I guess, shit that holds you back, all that and unwanted feelings, like, make sure that you're still putting your intention of what this physical activity is supposed to be bringing about for you. Because otherwise, I mean, you're just out there fucking sweating for no goddamn reason. Yeah, well, I think any sort of movement is so good for depression in general. And oh, I think yes. I think especially whenever you can get outside in nature, even like I live in a city and I still consider being in nature when I'm outside. Um but like anytime you can like move around and like Allison said, like sweat in nature, I think that is really cleansing in itself. And um I can definitely, I definitely notice it a lot whenever um, I go backpacking. My husband and I go on backpacking trips a lot. We'll do like three day trips and you just get like fucking disgusting, filthy because you're hiking like 10 plus miles a day and you're carrying all your weight on your back and everything and you're just nasty as fuck. And there is something so cleansing about that and not having your phone on you, not having those types of distractions and just being kind of like quiet quiet in your mind and focusing on the goal that you have at hand uh, with whatever you're doing outside is um, it's really meditative. And I think it is really good for uh, improving your mental state and um, getting rid of some of that depression that may be surrounding you and kind of holding you back with your practice and stuff too. Yes, absolutely. And like you said, hiking, especially if we're doing like a through through god damn it if you're doing a through hike or you know a couple of nights or something maggie is totally right <laughs> it's so weird it's just like the more disgusting you get it's just like the better you feel it's yeah. so weird i spent like a week down in arizona in november and dude i was oh my gosh you would have thought i had been out in the bush for like a year i don't even know i was disgusting <laughs> yeah i also had a bunch of dogs with me but anyway like it was still just oh it was so fucking comfortable but of course you know when you get home and you get to shower that's the perfect time to do a cleansing shower hell yeah that's i mean there's nothing like a shower after you've been like nasty for the last three or four days oh yeah it's the post-camping showers it's like dear god the holy water is upon me yeah for sure so those two sure. are, you know, my regulars to go to. Um, there's some other ones that you can use and that I practice with. And I think Maggie has two that you can try. Uh, one of those, which is really good, is to use the weather. And I know for most of us, you know, it's winter, it's shitty out, whatever. But that's okay. You can still use it. The weather is always going to remind you of the power and magic that's in nature. And sometimes, you know, like if a storm's coming, or if it's just a particularly windy day, especially here in the mountains, because goddamn, I nearly got blown over today. <laughs> you can use that wind to quote, to blow away anything that's unwanted or unuseful to you, um, that might be clinging to you. And you can visualize, you know, like, Pocahontas colors in the wind shit you know that stuff flies right off of you in a good wind um I love a good wind especially you know, before a storm to, yeah I used to love it but living in the mountains like the wind is in an asshole like oh is it just like constant just so, all the time yeah like any time that we have a storm rolling in like we do today like today has been so fucking windy my hike I nearly like toppled the fuck over a few times but now we're gonna get this huge snowstorm and i totally plan on using that in some rituals tonight and freeze some bitches out but hell anyway. yeah 
So you can use wind, you can use the snow. I think a good rain is especially good. Can I say yeah. good one more time? <laughs> uh, it can really act like similar to that cleansing shower. And yeah, just like water in general is always going to be pretty good about cleansing. You can go for a swim. I think that natural waters are going to be best. Um, but of course, you know, some places it's just not safe to go in natural waters because there's flesh eating bacteria. So be aware. But yeah. you can give it a shot. I think rivers in particular are perfect for any kind of cleansing swims. Yeah, for sure. I used to, um, when I still lived in Mississippi, there was a, um, like a, kind of like a public uh, hiking trail that you could go on and it had a uh, creek on it and I used to get in it and it, it wasn't high at all it was just like ankle deep and it had a nice sand bottom and everything so I would just stand in it and sometimes my dogs would be with me they would get in it with me and that was like some of the best feelings ever just having that like freezing ice cold water you know flow around your feet and uh, you can just feel the negativity and every all that shit that gets built up inside of you just flowing away with the water so i think that is one of the greatest ways to kind of cleanse yourself uh, out in nature and um anytime that i have the opportunity to do something like that i have creeks here but i don't like Allison said, I'm not so sure about how clean they are. So it's not something I would necessarily get in. But um, if you do have something around you that you know is fairly clean and everything, I highly recommend that type of cleansing. Yeah, and that's a fucking good idea. I've never just like stood in moving water and let that do the cleansing. Oh like, my that God, that's amazing. Fantastic idea. Yeah. 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 You can do that with like the beach too. As the oh, tides yeah. come in and out. Oh, that's really smart. Fuck. Ugh. I'm going to smack myself in the face every time I smack my mouth. Um, We're just going to call them. I'm not even going to edit them. We're just calling out every smack we can find. (laughs) That's right. I mean, we're going to do it so that we shame ourselves out of fucking doing that. Just shame. 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 All right, so wrapping up this segment, um, there's tons of other ways that you can cleanse yourself. Smoke cleansing is a real popular one, I think, in general, like most witches do know that one and it's it's effective sometimes it can make me feel more dirty though i guess the smoke like catches and of course like your hair is the most absorbent to smell and then i'll just like smell it all day and it freaks me out but (laughs) for some people it might be really fabulous another way is kind of along the lines of the outdoor activities and exercise but actual grounding walks those help a ton. And I've heard lots of witches tell me how they go barefoot out in the woods and start doing their grounding walk and that they connect to nature and the grass and all this stuff. I am a fucking sissy and cannot do that because my feet are, I don't know, they're like fucking baby feet. Anything that (laughs) pokes them, I'm going to cry about. They're so sensitive. I was never the kid who would like run around barefoot outside. I'd always wear tennis shoes. And now I'm stuck with these freaking like, uh, useless goddamn things at the end of my legs yeah i understand really that well I, I live in the city so i'm definitely not walking barefoot anywhere even in my yard because my dog poops in my yard so like i'm not doing that <laughs> yeah man you'll get worms you will get worms <laughs> yeah but i do enjoy like even just walking around like my subdivision like i really enjoy just doing like mindful type walks where you know, my husband and I will go together and we don't even necessarily have to be talking to each other. It's just kind of like, you know, looking around and absorbing the environment that you're in. And like I said, it's, I'm not really in nature, but I'm still outside, even though I'm just walking by other people's homes. But there are trees and there's grass and flowers and everything. So and you can still observe the clouds in the sky and the birds that are there. So just anywhere you are, even if you are in the city, like just being outside is, you know really makes you feel good inside and it's really cleansing to your soul yeah absolutely it's something about outdoors that does something for our souls i swear like one day long time from now i will have some sort of evidence that proves that and i'm sure there's evidence already out there that i don't even fucking know about yeah there's actually something about seeing um patterns in nature that makes your brain happy so like seeing the um like the golden what's that called the golden spiral which appears in nature a lot is actually really good for your brain and like it releases endorphins so that's why it makes you feel good to be outside 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I've never heard of that one. Mm-hmm. I, I read recently, you know, um, like some study, I guess. I don't even know. I need to pay more attention to what I'm reading, not just glance over it like an idiot. But they were talking about how hiking really does benefit your brain function and health. And so basically, this is just a long way of telling you guys, you know, go outside. It's good. Go for outside. You. And I know that can be hard to like, like I said, if you're suffering from any type of depression or mental illness, like sometimes it's oh, hard yeah. to just like walk outside your house. But like, mm-hmm. if you have the energy to do it, like it's definitely worth it to go out there and just be mindful of what's around you. Yeah, absolutely. And if you are having one of those down times, like we all do, and those of us with depression and whatnot, you know, that is really a serious struggle. But you don't have to go outside and walk necessarily if you're not feeling up to it that day, just go out and sit in the sun. You know, that might help getting vitamin D and sun rays. It helps a lot. Yeah, physiologically but can probably also help you spiritually. Yeah. So So I don't have any land. I go out and sit on my patio and I watch my little bird feeder and watch all the little birds in the yard. And I mean, my yard is not big at all. I live in a townhouse. It's like super small, like an apartment yard. So even just that is really nice. And I love when it's nice weather, I'll just sit outside there all night long and all day long and I don't know. It's just something so pleasant and relaxing about it. It really makes me feel relaxed. And if I take the time to like be in tune with myself, then it is a very cleansing experience for me too. Yeah, absolutely. Like porching down south, everybody is going to sit on the porch. Like, and we used to call it porching because you go out there and, you know, smoke cigarettes, not endorsing that and drinking and just enjoying fucking porching. Porching is the shit. But anyway, um, So these are all some ideas that can get you started. Definitely do your own research, your own kind of personal exploration, if you will, to find which cleansing is best for you. Just a general cleanse like, you know, the shower or even the workout exercise, get your sweat on. That can be really beneficial. And I really would recommend that as often as is needed or as desired. You know, you can put yourself on a schedule if you want, if you're like me and just, you know, fly by the seat of your pants every day and barely get by. But it's just really important to remember that when you're cleansing deep inside, you have to accept your feelings, whatever those feelings are, whether they're pleasant or not, and heal or at least focus on healing any damage that may be done with those negative feelings that you're rooting out. So magic is a tool and it's not something that is going to do things for you. It does things with you. You'll get out of magic, basically what you put into it. So you can cleanse yourself like a hundred thousand times and feel no different than you did before. If you haven't examined your own inner feelings and challenges, we all have them. Like, trust me, fucking everybody's got some internal wars going on and that's okay. You might just need some help picking yourself up off of that downtime off of those demons. And if you reach out to your witchy community, and your witchy self, you might find just a lot of relief and a better feeling in general, which you know, who doesn't want to feel good? Everybody wants to feel good. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. This this Guinness is making me feel good. I haven't had a beer in ages. (laughs) I finished off my rum and coke. So I'm just sitting here. Just chilling, drinking my water now. <laughs> but, uh, well, it is it is a work night, so you have to yeah, yeah, I can't get too crazy. Gotta go to work in the morning. So um sometimes one of the things I smell my lips. One of the things that um we want to talk to you about today is releasing rituals. And sometimes um those simple cleansing things just aren't enough to get rid of the negativity that's going on with you because you may have like some deep seated deep seated issues that you're dealing with and just you know being mindful of them just isn't quite enough so uh alice and i have put together a little ritual that you guys can conduct on your own and i'm going to uh, tell you everything to do and it'll be in the show notes as well if that's something that you want to look into but um rituals like releasing rituals or rituals for release are good for pretty much everything especially if you're feeling like spiritually constipated like if you want to do magical stuff but you just like you just have a blockage that just isn't allowing you to push through and uh, do the things that you want to do so 
releasing rituals really help you to set new intentions for like fresh new beginnings in different areas of your life that you may be having uh, blockages with or problems with and that are hindering you from being your full witchy self. So it's like a a laxative. This is yeah, a releasing spiritual, laxative. Spiritual laxative. <laughs> oh, love that. That's what I'm going to use from now on. So I think it's really good for um, any of our new witches or baby witches that are out there that are just beginning. Um, you can do releasing rituals to help you uh, relieve the symptoms of indoctrination that you may have been dealing with or any fear from different types of uh, religious indoctrinations that you may have dealt with during your upbringing or even dealing with community yeah in your community or even dealing with like any type of attachments that you might have from people that are in your life that weren't necessarily so good or um, just things on your mind that you haven't really been able to get rid of you know those things that keep you awake at night that have been like 16 years ago and just keep thinking about it for no reason like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so yeah so releasing rituals is really the way to go with that kind of stuff like any type of anxieties or fears that you might be dealing with um yeah so basically we have a little ritual put together for you guys and the best time to start this type of ritual which you can do it absolutely anytime that you want to there is not a special time that you have to do it but um if you are the type of person that likes to work with the moon's energies it's good to do it during the waning moon or when the moon is getting smaller or during a dark moon where there's no moon at all but honestly it will work anytime that you want to perform this ritual so there it's not you know constricted to certain time frames yeah absolutely and whenever you're working specifically with the moon phases you know make sure you kind of conform to what the moon is doing if that's the energy that you're using like if it's the waning moon and getting smaller then you know i would do something like you know as the moon fades it brings with it this negative da 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 whereas if it's getting bigger i would say something like as the moon grows and the light comes you know it sheds light on me or whatever you know just use it to your best benefit all right Cool. So to begin this releasing ritual that we got for you guys, you're going to need just a few things. Um, And during the period when you're kind of gathering everything together, just be mindful of your intent throughout the process and try not to be too distracted by like electronics, like phones or computers or TVs or any of that kind of thing. Just try to focus on what it is you're doing in the moment and um, the ritual that is ahead of you. So one of the first things that you're going to need is a fireproof container or a cauldron. Um, You can use a pot, like a fucking frying pot or a metal trash can. Uh, You can use a casserole dish, like a Pyrex casserole dish. You can do it at your kitchen sink if you want to do that. Like, just burn it in your sink. That's totally fine. Um, But you just need something. I've done it so many times i just yeah, burn I shit to remember, all the time yeah like your childhood home i seem to remember doing that at some point yeah <laughs> yeah but you'll need something to burn uh, uh pieces of paper in and that's the second item that you're gonna want is some uh small strips of paper you don't want like huge like full sheets <laughs> letter size paper because you don't want to make that much fire okay just like small sheets of paper is what we're talking about um you want some salt uh, for cleansing. Uh, you can use regular iodized table salt. That's totally fine. People try to tell you that it's not, but it's just iodized. That doesn't mean it's not salt. So you can use table salt that you have. Um, if you want to use like Himalayan pink salt, salt because it's cute or just like mm-hmm. regular Dead Sea salt, that's fine too. But any type of salt that you have is totally fine. Um, you can also get some sage or palo santo, cedar, uh, any of those types of herbs, herbs that are very cleansing and for purification. You can get some of those too if you don't have any salt or if you just want to add those to the mixture. Uh, that's really good too. But um, just know that if you're going to burn any of those herbs that you'll need a charcoal disc to do that on. So that'll be another item that you need. But that's it's right. not necessary oh, to burn them. Go ahead. Sorry cut that part out that I talked over you. That's but, okay. Also, when you get to 
like start if you're new to the craft or if you're new to uh, burning loose incense practice lighting those charcoal discs before you get into your ritual mode yeah that yeah. shit is difficult i burn myself every goddamn time and i've been doing witchcraft for 20 years well i find that some of them are old and i think that's what happens oh, sometimes some of the ones yeah. that we use when we we're younger were really old and um because the ones that i get now from my local witch shop they're generally kind of fresh and they kind of just light automatically and it's not an issue at all but yeah just be careful uh you know have a run through of how it's going to go and that way you have an idea of how long it's going to last too because anytime you're burning something on a charcoal disc it's going to smoke a lot so you want a ventilated area and um, it's going to last for a long time too like it's going to be really hot for a long time so just be careful with that and um, usually what I like to do is if I'm burning something on a charcoal disc I'll have it in my cauldron which is fireproof and I'll put sand in my cauldron so that that charcoal disc just isn't sitting on the bottom of the cauldron it's sitting on the sand so it's not heating up the container like a whole bunch where it would break or anything like that because one of the ones that i use is clay so i don't want to i don't want to crack it or anything like that so the sand is a really good barrier for um, anything that you're burning too so just keep that in mind that is smart as fuck. I've never done that. <laughs> yeah, I just put sand in it. And like here, whenever we moved here, like I don't have any sand. Like there's no sand around here. So I just like went to Hobby Lobby and bought some like decorative sand in the floral section. So <laughs> that's what I use. I have like a little jar of it. I just pour it into my cauldron and it just makes it a lot easier and a lot more accessible. And that way, if you need to like pick up your cauldron and move it to somewhere else, it's not like super on fire hot. So right. That is it, awesome. Well, yeah, just, well uh, pointed out there. Yeah. So the next thing that you're going to need is a candle, uh, any kind of candle. You can use white. Uh, you can use black. Black is really good for releasing or uh, getting rid of negativity. Uh, you can find black candles at Hobby Lobby or Michael's if you're wondering about where to get black candles. But Hobby Lobby, Michael's, they all carry black candles and they're generally like really fucking cheap to buy there too. So just a regular taper candle or like a pillar candle, get them when they're on sale. You know, that's what I like to do. But any type of candle is fine. A tea light is fine. Just whatever kind of candle you can use. Um, first day lead, first day cake candles, yas. Yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe not for this ritual, but we'll talk more about the amazing fucking spells you can do with birthday cake candles in another episode because that's fucking one of my favorites. Yeah, for sure. Um, you may want to gather some crystal, like if you're into crystals and stones and that kind of thing, you may want to get a couple to kind of amplify the work that you're going to do. Uh, tourmaline, black tourmaline is really good for getting rid of negative energy, um, but you can always just use a quartz crystal for like any type of magic that you're doing. It's just going to add a little bit of good vibrations to what it is you're doing. Yeah, uh, music is really good. Like, uh, I think I mentioned last podcast that my ritual room isn't very private. Like, my husband's right in the next room next to me. So, like, it's really good for me to wear headphones when I'm working. So, go ahead and, like, make a little playlist uh, that lasts long enough that you can listen to it through your ritual to kind of help you hold that meditative state. Yes, that is so beneficial. Just make sure that you do have that list and it's on repeat or something. Because yeah. if you go from like, you know, wonderful Nordic spiritual music and then fucking 90s Backstreet Boys comes on, I mean, it really throws off your magical groove. <laughs> yeah, I can see that for sure. <laughs> so um, once you have all these items together, let's just go through one more time. So we want fireproof container, some small strips of paper, some salt, um, cleansing herbs if you're into that, a candle, crystals if you want, or some music if you want, just those kinds of things. So really we just need the paper, the salt, and the cauldron is all we really need, and the candle. So once you have everything together, we're going to set them up on our altar which it might be your permanent altar. It may be a temporary one that you're making just for the ritual. Whichever one you have is totally fine. Um, just make sure that you're doing it in a 
space that you feel safe in and somewhere that you can focus without interruption. And for me, this is definitely inside my house. I know people like to do spells and stuff outside, but anytime I've ever been like even in a really secluded area outside, it just, I don't know, I get really freaked out. I feel like somebody's going to walk up on me. So that was just not <laughs> my type of environment to work in. But I know Allison has a really amazing um, outdoor circle that she gets a lot of benefit from, but everybody's different with that um absolutely yeah I can't like rituals inside are never nearly as effective as my outdoor rituals and you're like the other way I remember when we were younger like my parents place was out in the sticks and we had tons of property but still like doing rituals together out there I'd always see like glancing around looking making sure there's nobody yeah I just get really shifty I just can't take it like it's just too much anxiety for me like I feel like somebody's gonna walk up on me so like I feel so much better in the safety of my own home doing my magic where I know like it's just me my fucking doors are locked and like I don't give a shit if my husband walks in on me but I don't know. That's just me. So do what you are comfortable with, like a space that you feel safe in. That's right. Yeah. So what we're going to do, you have your ultra set up, you have your items, you're going to put your cauldron or fireproof container in the middle of the uh, altar or your circle or whatever it is you're using. And you're going to use the salt to create a circle around it. And, um, you can go ahead and light your cleansing incense. Uh, if it's a charcoal disc, you might have to go ahead and light your charcoal disc now. Um, but don't light your candle just yet, but you can get your incense going. Um, go ahead and use your incense uh, if you're using that to smoke cleanse yourself and kind of... Um, I'm sorry, I can't read what I wrote here. <laughs> cleanse yourself let let the smoke kind of waft over you and kind of free up some energy in your body kind of free up some space so you can be mindful during your ritual so it's always good to go from your feet to the top of your head and um let the smoke totally envelop your entire body and this will make everything kind of fresh and ready to use so take your time with that and be really mindful while you're doing the smoke cleansing make sure you get all the areas and try to be very relaxed and um you know let all the tension kind of go from your body when you're doing that Um, yeah for sure that's that point like the smoke cleansing during these types of rituals and really kind of whoa whoa sorry The fucking lights just came on in my little recording area and I just pissed myself. <laughs> oh my god. I don't, I don't know why they came on. Um okay. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Um so what I was trying to say before some sort of strange thing happened was when that smoke cleansing is happening, like that is the time for me to like get in the mood, you know, get that witchy mood. Cause it yeah. just the smell of sage in general, um, or freaking nakchampa or frankincense or anything like that it's just like immediately brings me back to witchy dumb so if that helps for you you know definitely use that to your benefit yeah i really like palo santo but like i know it's in danger too you're not really supposed to like uh use it but it smells so good i don't know what it is about palo santo but it smells so freaking good i don't think Uh, i've ever used that oh my god it's just a wood it's just like a like sticks like pieces of wood and um it's from oh, a Palo yeah, Santo no, tree. The, yeah, yeah, the only time I've seen that is with you when we're doing something at your house. Yeah, yeah it just smells so fucking good. I just love it so much. Um, <laughs> so once you have once you've smoke cleansed and everything, we want to set the intention for the ritual. So spend some time kind of meditating, sitting before your altar, and thinking about exactly what it is that you want to release and what blockages you may be dealing with. And it could be something like, I wish to free myself from this guilt, or I release myself from this indoctrination. Uh, Just take your time meditating on this thought and really dig in deep and acknowledge your feelings and challenges and personal strife. um, And focus on those so you can actually get to the root of banishing them. And... Uh, Allison made a note in here that says we can't correct the things uh, we can't change things that we don't accept or acknowledge and that's really true so really focus on you know the root of the problem and acknowledge it and that way we can take steps to banish it um, yes. 
during that meditation as you kind of really get a grip on the things that you know you want to get rid of or what you want to release go ahead and write them down on strips of paper it may be one thing it may be like 10 different things but um i think having like you know one to three things is really good to focus on at one time you don't want to get you can't do too many things because you can't think of all those things at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Don't overload yourself. You got to focus. And so if you have like me, a fucking like parchment scroll full of shit, you want to get rid of, you know, you're going to have to do multiple sessions at that point. You want to be able to really focus on these things. So you're fully accepting, acknowledging and getting that shit the fuck out. Absolutely. So write them on your small strip of paper. Just make it a very concise statement. And, um, you know, I want to release such and such from my life, you know, whatever it is you feel that you want to want, uh, release, just make sure it's small. Like I said, you don't want to be burning like a letter sized piece of paper, unless maybe you're outside and you have a bonfire, that kind of thing. That's fine. But, you know, if you're in your house and you have like a small cauldron, just do a tiny strip of paper, um, write everything down and, um, go ahead and light each piece of paper on fire. You can use um, a lighter or a match. Um, Matches are always good to use because they're wood burning. You don't have the gas and everything, but lighters are fine too. But once the papers are on fire, go ahead and toss them into the cauldron and say the following. My spirit is pure and my words are true. By the power within, I release you. So just keep it sweet and simple, just something like that. And that way you can go ahead and memorize it beforehand and you can really focus on the words that you're saying. And as you burn the strips of paper and say these words, just focus on the paper burning until it's completely out. Do one of these at a time or all at once, whichever you want to do. But just really make sure you're focusing on the things that you're releasing as they burn inside the cauldron. And now we're going to light our candle and focus our energy on our inner self and open your heart to spiritual growth because we're getting rid of stuff. So we want to fill that space with positive energy at the same time. So like I said, light your candle, center yourself, and uh, you can say something like, I open myself to growth and renewal. May the power of the universe, my spirit imbue. So something like that, you can say it however you want to put in your own words. That's totally fine. And then light your candle. So um, you can substitute universe with a certain deity that you're working with. Or, you know, you can ask your patron deity or whoever to uh, imbue you with uh, personal growth and renewal and that kind of thing. So just make it personal to you. Uh, There's no wrong way to perform this ritual. So as long as you're releasing the things that are blocking you and opening yourself up to new spiritual growth, that is really what it's like. So that all together will act as your spiritual laxative. So I think this is something that's really good to do. Like it, one time, it's not a one and done kind of thing. It's something you might have to repeat a few times for the same topics. Um, but just do it as many times as you want to do it as many times as it takes and change it up, make it your own, add things to it, take away things, just whatever it is uh, that you want to do. Like I said, make sure you're releasing the negative and opening yourself up for the positive yeah absolutely like flush that shit out your laxative has been effective luckily it doesn't take you know eight to 12 hours to take effect (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) but you know like maggie said you know you you may have to do it several times a lot of those feelings and blockages that you're dealing with did not happen overnight it grew over time and so it might take some time to get it out of there and that's okay you know don't don't pressure yourself or, you know, the next day when you don't feel like a brand new spring foal or some shit, you know, that's not a failure yeah. at all. It's part of the process. Yeah. Well, and this, this also is not a substitute for therapy. Like no, maybe no. you oh. use this in, in congruence with the therapy that you might be undergoing at the time, because I know some pro- some people may be releasing some like really heavy shit that happened in their lifetime. But like, like I said, this is not to use in lieu of therapy i mean maybe if you can't if that's not accessible to you this would be helpful but still go to therapy too (laughs) 
yes, therapy. We love therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like that is the shit. Um, one thing I wanted to mention about this and it kind of struck me because for whatever goddamn reason, I always forget this part, but write down your experience and your feelings during this ritual and doing this will let you look back and make any adjustments that might be needed throughout this practice. Like, you know, if you don't feel good the next day, or even if like you feel worse or some shit, you know, you can look back and see if you can make any adjustments. So I've always found, and I think Maggie too, you'll agree with me on this one is oftentimes memories that involve magic or the practice of can become confused or like hazy over time. And I, I really don't get why I assume because it's, you know, you're, you're using a deeper self and that sort of thing. But seriously, some magic rituals or spells, like, I can't remember shit about it. Sometimes I won't even remember it for years. And then at some point, Maggie and I are talking about something. And then we're like, Oh, shit, you remember that one time? And it's like a brand new goddamn thing. I don't the, the one I'm thinking about Maggie is that one in the woods with the ribbon. Yeah. Yep. That one, like completely fucking forgot about it. And then like years later, all of a sudden it popped back into our memory, like at the same time. It was really weird. Yeah. But I'm really into journaling recently. It's a good form of like self-expression and therapy for yourself. Again, not in lieu of professional therapy, but a witch's journal is a really great way to stay focused, stay on your path and keep growing your practice. Because I think a lot of times, at least for me, as I'm doing these types of things and practicing regularly, I'll get discouraged if I'm not like keeping track or like reaching a goal or some shit. It's just like how my brain is wired. So if I can look at my little witch's journal, I can see that, oh, you know, on May 1st, I was feeling such and such. And by May 17th, I was feeling way better. But then on May 18th, a shitstorm happened. Like those <laughs> types of things can really help. I'm actually looking at creating a digital witch's journal um, that we'll share with you guys. And I think would be super fucking kick ass. Oh, that sounds fun. I like that that idea i think that'd be yeah, a lot of I've been fun diving into the adobe suite ever since my brother-in-law gave me access to all of it it's been <laughs> amazing nice nice um but yeah this is just one example of what you could do to uh release things you know we've went over all these things for simple cleansings to a full-on ritual for releasing but i mean the possibilities are absolutely endless to how you could go about doing these things so make it up on your own use what we've taught you just whatever it is you know it's always really good to cleanse and release things that do not serve you any longer yeah but, um, i don't think there's a time like you cannot cleanse enough i don't think yeah <laughs> i mean i would assume so somebody will probably prove me wrong but it's yeah something i need to do more for sure yeah be mindful of like the state of your spirit and how weighed down it may be is really important just for your daily life, but as well as your witchy life. So yeah. definitely, you know, give some of these things a shot to make your own and definitely fucking share with us. I want to see what you guys are doing because you're creative and amazing and I fucking love you, even though I haven't met you. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I'd love to see somebody's, um, you know, if they decide to do the ritual, I'd love to see their setup and everything or how it oh, for absolutely. them. That'd be really fun for sure. Hell Yeah. That's one thing I've always noticed, you know, we talked last episode of like how to get yourself back into the witchy groove of things. Like I get a ton of inspiration from fellow witches just on the internet, you know, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, whatever. Like, oh my gosh, some of these people are fucking ingenious, I swear. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. No, I love I love to look at which I follow a lot of uh, witchy instagrams and it's definitely very inspiring every day that i look at it i'm like i want to do that i want to be that person right <laughs> mine is always like i want to be friends with that person Who yeah right <laughs> but i think that pretty much wraps up everything for today's podcast um get in touch with us we have the uh what's the email allison we'll see this is a good question it's all one word craft of the moon.pc at gmail.com yeah so send us questions send us uh pictures send us whatever it is you want to uh through our email and then uh we have the facebook page which is um craft of the moon as well on facebook 
And um, I'm Maggie L. Ram on Facebook. And you can friend me if you want to. It's just a private account that I have for my witchy friends. And um, yeah, get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to create our own Crash of the Moon community or coven. Crash of the Moon coven. I think would be yeah, amazing. I like that. Yeah. 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 Let's get some coven on. Oh, so we have we have Instagram, right? I'm not on top of yeah, things. Yeah, we do have Instagram. It is um Craft of the Moon Podcast on Instagram is Sweet. our Instagram handle. So all this will be in the show notes. So you can find that whenever you um are done listening to the episode. Everything will be down there that you can contact us through. Yeah, for sure. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you might hopefully be looking forward to the next episode episode three of which we have not even discussed what the topic is going to be so that'll be a surprise <laughs> for everybody <laughs> i think it'll be something springy something to do with yeah. spring or renewal so that's kind of what i was thinking about um as far as the next episode since we're coming up it's finally winter is finally coming to an end so hopefully we oh, can thank some, god some warmth into the podcast and talk about some new things like that i think that'd be really good yeah that would be awesome i can't like, I love winter. I am a winter person, but I'm not sure if the mic is picking this up, but I'm recording in my kick-ass travel trailer, and the wind is so bad outside that it is rocking the trailer. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I am so done with winter right now. I love you, winter, but I'm done. We need a break. I'm ready for some spring. I'm definitely a spring and fall kind of person, which is terrible oh, because too. that only lasts about two weeks out of the year here where I live. Right. So. I know. Here, too. It's like green and luscious and beautiful during spring that lasts all of like 12 days. And then yeah. it goes to brown awfulness. <laughs> exactly. God. Yeah. But thank you guys for showing up today. We will be seeing you next week. Uh, until then, enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah. Oh, wait, we still have to come up with our little catchphrase. Oh, yeah, we haven't done uh, that yet. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to think on that. Maybe episode three will contain our catchphrase. But until then, you know, just have a good fucking week. Yeah. Bye, guys.